Good evening, guys. This is Faber McMullen, pastor of Union, Union Grove Baptist Church. And Larry Waddell, I'm the uh, praise and worship leader. Guys, we're glad to have you tonight, and we're going to talk tonight about fear and worry. And uh, it's really funny, Larry, because uh, we're going we're gonna to find out just really how fruitless worry is and how it doesn't do anything, it doesn't mm -hmm. change anything. So before we get started, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I pray that you would be in this meeting tonight. Lord, we hear the birds in the background here as we're sitting on a porch in this wonderful, bountiful rec center here on County Road 322. And Lord, we pray that in these moments, it'll be a sanctuary. Lord, thank you for being present. Thank you for Larry. Thank you for our church. Lord, strengthen those who listen tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Larry, why don't you take us through into some yeah. worship? Yeah, I got a couple of songs for us. The first thing we're going to do is a Here I Am to Worship. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. King of all days, oh so highly exalted, glorious in We'll save that and do it do it later. Well, what I want to talk about tonight, Larry, is I want to just start off by saying, you know, it's kind of funny. When we talk about worry, worry is a, it's like a rocking chair. Yeah. You know, it'll get you started, but it just won't take you anywhere. 
Absolutely. So, yes. you know, I mean, that's all it is. It's just kind of useless. You're rocking back and forth, rocking and forth, and you're not going nowhere. Yeah, it really is. You think about it. I mean, worrying about something is not going to change the outcome or change anything about it. And I thought about, you know, we're, we're going to depart now from the Psalms. And during this time of this COVID, you know, God knew that this was going to happen. And he knows what our people need. And we need to talk about, oh, six or seven themes. And so tonight, we're going to talk about fear and coupling with that worry. And so I was thinking about it this morning as I sketched some notes, and I thought, you know, where does worry really come from? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think, I know worry doesn't come from God. Yeah, but I mean, so, you know, it, what is it exactly? Worry, and I think it's the emotion that we get, this reactive of fear. When we're afraid of things. Sure, yeah, yeah, and, that's and, true. And what it is, it's this emotion that it rises up in, a, in us because of a negative event. You know, a lot of times people worry, let's say they worry about an encounter with someone because they had a painful time with that person before. Right. So what's what's happening really is we were, we are remembering pain we've had either with something that was an insecurity or maybe someone abused us or hurt us or a misunderstanding. And we have that pain. And then what happens is we begin to worry. What it really is is we're worrying that we're going to have that pain again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that tension and that waiting is what creates anxiety. I, I, I know I'm not a psychiatrist, but as I <laughs> thought this through today, I thought, what exactly is worry? It's this crazy emotion, really, that fills us and it, and it gets expressed when we're fearful about something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, you know, when I was little, it was really funny. And I, and I as Mama was dying back last November, uh, in the much prior to that, I would talk to her about, Mama, you know, I'm, and she would go, I see worry in your eyes. And it always made me uncomfortable when my, when my mom said, oh, no, mom, I'm not worried about anything. Well, I was worried. Uh-huh. I was worried because mom was dying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm just I'm just admitting that now. But I told, no, no, mom, I'm not worried about anything. She says, yeah, you are. She says, I see fear in your eyes. And, you know, it's, it's just strange. And then mom would look at me and she said, you know, it'll be okay. <laughs> that was mom's thing. So right, right. y'all will hear me sometimes say, it'll be okay. And the thing is, is that mom was right because mom knew the Lord Jesus, Larry, and mom knew that he had redeemed me. Mom knew that God loved me, God loved her, and that he had the best intentions for us. Mm -hmm. And when you start off believing that God is good, he loves me, he intends good for me, then you realize he's sovereign in your life and the worry should disappear. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. So she let me know that nothing would happen to me that was outside of his will, was outside of his knowledge, and that he was a concerned shepherd that loved me totally. I remember when I was little, like we would be driving to Galveston or going somewhere, and we'd get a flat tire. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we kids all thought, oh, no, this is a, dra- this is a traumatic moment. Something bad has happened. Mm-hmm. And mom would go, the Lord just doesn't want us to get there right now. He's trying to make us avoid a car wreck. Yeah, yeah. Or he didn't want us to get killed. Crashing off the bridge, mom would uh, lay out this parade of horribles as to why this inconvenience happened. And it helped me to, I don't know, take things now better in stride in my life and realize that, hey, you know what? It'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be okay. I know, like, I had a lot of tension with this whole Israel trip. You know, we had some Mm -hmm. problems getting it off the ground and getting it going. And then it gets canceled because of the COVID thing. And, you know, I'm panicked about the money and... What are we going to do and how do we get it? And then we read and pandemics are not in the insurance policy. So none mm-hmm. of us could get our money. Oh, boy. And and it's finally at some point I said, Lord, you know what? 
you're just going to have to take care of this because I can't worry about it enough to right. take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I know you've worried about finances. Yeah, well. yeah, and, and it's and it's funny, you know, because really, if we place, we got to know that God's in charge, and really, even all the times that I've worried about things, He's made them right. So you know, we just you we wasted just, a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, wasted worrying. a lot of time worrying and. Uh, and what's weird is most of the things we worry about, Larry, never happen. That's true, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's really, I mean, some of them do. You yeah, know, yeah. Some of them do, but most of them don't, you know, which is kind of weird. I remember hearing Pastor John Hagee when I was about 30 and I was real worried with my my business and things were, mm-hmm. you know, we were up and down and we broke and it's like right now no demand for oil and all this <laughs> stuff. And, and I remember Pastor Hagee on a Sunday morning, I was watching him before we went to our own church and he said, he said, worry's a waste of time. He said, if you can do something about it, do it. And if you can, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I've carried that with me all this time. When I was preparing this study, I looked, and did you know that in, in, in Hebrew and in Greek, there were 18 words that had to do with fear? Really? Yeah. You know, like fear of this or fear of that. or and we kind of have that, you know. You know, uh, but but it's just kind of funny to me, and it, what it tells us is is that human beings are fearful. Yeah, yeah, they are. We're yeah. fearful. We are. We are. We're we're fear of, afraid of the unknown. You know, the, we're afraid of the other. unknown, and some fear is good. And I was thinking about that too. And we'll start with that first before we talk about the fear that cripples us, mm-hmm. because it, it's funny. You know, I keep giving my heart's condition to the Lord throughout this COVID thing, but I keep taking it back. Mm-hmm. Like I'll 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 feel really at, at rest and faithful in the Lord and not worried about things and the next thing you know I'm checking Fox News uh, thirteen times in the day or right. look, even right. looking to see what CNN has to say yeah uh, you know because they have more scary stories mm-hmm. and, and 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 the media's out there just scaring us to death oh, about this stuff absolutely it's a... but but in a good way you know fear can be a protector and a preserver I thought about this first I thought well. I'm going to analyze this thing of fear before I see what God has to say about it. And, you know, a child is fearful of the pain they they experience. If they go touch a hot stove, mm-hmm. then from then on, they're afraid of feeling that thing again, burning them. You're right, right. And so in that case, fear is good. It drives them to not go over and put mm-hmm. their hands on a hot stove. And, uh, you know, if we see a man with a gun and looks like he's he's menacing, well, we run the other way. That's just smart. Sure. Because you're thinking, a man with a gun and... He has a scary look on his face. That can't turn out good, you know. We stay away from cliffs and high things because why? Because we're afraid of falling off. We're afraid to fall <laughs> off. When we were a kid, we fell off the stairs and it yeah, hurt, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so this good fear, we might call it, uh, of being in danger is, is, has birthed something that's called prudence. And prudence is just living prudently means thinking beforehand what the the consequences are mm-hmm. of your words or your actions or whatever. It's just prudence. So some of it maybe is fear, but it's not the kind of fear that has gripped the nation right now. We're talking about crippling fear. It's the fear that seems to have paralyzed people. Mm-hmm. You can't believe how many people I've talked to that said, you know, I thought if I ever had time like this, then I would be able to go do this or that. Right. It's something that they've always wanted to do. Maybe grow a garden mm-hmm. or something else. And you know what? A lot of them are just not doing it. Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. I mean, they're paralyzed they're by fear. Pretty, well, true. Yeah. They're sitting around and worrying. Feeling like, what good is it going to do? We're all in this pandemic. You know, we're, we're worried about catching coronavirus <laughs> instead of going and working on this photo album or whatever yeah. it is that they wanted to do. So, 
you know, I have never in my lifetime seen this country so gripped by fear as it is right now. I haven't either. This is the first time. I know that there was some concern and fear in the days right after 9-11, but not Mm -hmm. something that went on and on and on. So I I wanted to talk about some of the fears that have gone on both in my heart and others. And the media is serving up fear 24-7. Oh, absolutely. We can go right now and we're going to find some picture somewhere on the media with somebody on a respirator and... Or somebody died. A doctor saying, you know, we couldn't save them. We're going to unplug them. And Mm -hmm. just some horrible thing like that. First off, I thought of this. There's the fear of catching the disease. Or fear of someone you really love catching Mm -hmm. the disease. Mm -hmm. My my sweetheart, my, my, my wife has some lung problems. So some of my fears, you might say, or hers... Concerns are that she'll get this because it could really hurt her and she'd have a hard time recovering. Mm-hmm. And then we think through the painful, horrific death of not being able to breathe. Boy, listen to the frogs out on the Oh, pond. yeah, they're really cutting up. Aren't I, they? I wonder if they can hear them on the pond. I don't know. I, I wonder. Not everybody can be in Whitehall, so if you can hear the frogs, just <laughs> listen to them a minute. It's really beautiful. Singing God's praises. We also fear being left alone if, if someone doesn't make it. You know, you, you yeah. think, well, I'm going to be left alone. I'll be here all by myself. Mm-hmm. What will we do? How will we survive? I mean, I am I know there was talk. I guess people were afraid what would happen if they didn't have toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they went and bought all this toilet paper, <laughs> you know. And so how, and it's kind of interesting. And people are beginning to say, how do we move forward in life from this thing? Now, these are the kinds of questions that plague our subconscious. You know, you mm-hmm. wake up in the night and you can be thinking about them if you go to bed looking at headlines. So I, I don't do that. Secondly, there's kind of a fear out there now that this thing could go on for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people have talked about this happening 18 months. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It is. I mean, yeah, we, I talked to my niece today, and she's wondering, well, you know, maybe they'll open the state up another month, but is this thing going to go away? In Michigan. Yeah. There. And then there's the stress. I don't know if you go to Brookshire Brothers or HEB or... Uh, but there's a certain stress yeah. when you walk oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like people are not even looking You're, at one another. Yeah, you want to stay, just stay away from them. It's like this. Some have masks, some don't, you know. It's kind of like, man, you know, I wonder if they've got the COVID. You know? <laughs> it's it's really disrupted our lives in so many ways. And, and, uh, and it's like you had said before, it's the fear of the unknown. Is this thing going to end in May? Is it going to end May 15th? Is it going to end June 1st? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's strange. And then... There's actually been talk of, you know, will there be a economic collapse? Yeah, yeah. Three or four days ago, Rush Limbaugh said, guys, we're going to go into a depression if something doesn't happen here quick. That scares people to death. Sure does, I'm not, yeah. I'm not knocking Rush Limbaugh, and he may be right, but, <laughs> you know, when I saw uh, yesterday, think about this, oil went for the first time in my lifetime below $0 per barrel. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that means there's no buyers. Yes, yeah. People say, I, I've got a barrel of oil, and will anyone give me anything for it? And the bid's zero. So, you know, will life ever get back to normal? Will people's stock portfolios rise? And people go, well, it doesn't, it doesn't really affect me. Yeah, it does. You know, as the stock market goes up and down, it, it really it's a reflection of earnings in the country. That's mm-hmm. what it is. So if the stock market's crashing, going down 30 and 40%, it means that earnings are down that much. Sure. That's really what it means. Right. It doesn't mean that the... Companies had disappeared. 
And then there's the, a third fear that I've been th- hearing about, and that's the fear of social instability. I don't know if you've heard that. I, I, I've heard a little bit about it, but I haven't paid attention to it. And there seems to be a war against anything that President Trump recommends. Oh, or, absolutely. It's terrible. Right? Yeah. It, it, I was thinking about it. If he maintains this self-isolation to, quote, keep everybody safe, end quote, then the economy is going to collapse, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if he opens the economy up, the death toll is going to go up. I'm glad I'm not yeah. president. I, I know it's a tough decision. That's a, I'm glad I don't uh, have to think. And then I've even heard discussions about whether this virus was actually bioengineered by the Chinese. Right, yeah, yeah I, heard, that? I heard that today. I heard and, that today. and if it is, it's something to be afraid about because it means they've declared war. Absolutely, yes. I mean, you think about terrorism, and this is a could be a form of terrorism. You know? If it is, it's way more effective than the Absolutely. Ar- when the Arabs came and bombed uh, the buildings in yeah, 9-11, yes, isn't it? Yeah. So there's all these kinds of fears, you know. I heard someone in our own congregation uh, yesterday called me up and said, do you think Trump will suspend the election? <laughs> I said, man, I hope not. If he does, we'll have a civil war, you know. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? But anyway, there's fears of the pain that we will all experience if it all comes tumbling down. That's mm-hmm. really what it's to. Fear is derived because we want to avoid pain. Yes. And so then, because we don't want to have that pain, we're filled with anxiety. And anxiety is what breeds worry. Mm-hmm. And worry is just that gnawing thing. Uh, it, it wreaks havoc on our psyches, you know. It makes it where we can't sleep. And then now, when you're all alone every day, all day long, you begin to feel kind of like you're crazy. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. I mean, you're I, alone in this rec center. I, 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 tell us how you feel. Tell us. I, I feel I'm so isolated sometimes. I, I find myself talking to Abe, my dog, like he's a person. <laughs> it's like, man, but, am I going crazy? Larry, you've been doing that a long time. Again. Well, I know. Yeah, it, I know. Going crazy. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, so these are the kinds of fears that we have, you know, and uh, and so I want to look tonight. I want our congregation to look, and let's look and see what God says about worry and about fear. And this isn't everything that He says. And I want to start off by saying uh, I'm not telling our congregation or anyone listening to this to throw caution to the wind. Mm-hmm. This is an ugly, bad bug. Several MDs have told me, hey, it's about ten times worse than the flu, mm-hmm. or ten times more deadly. So it's not like the flu. Right. COVID-19 is a strange bug. It's a, a novel coronavirus, as they say. And, and it really is bad. God said in Isaiah, and I'm, I'm reading from Isaiah 35, 4, Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution, and he will come to save you. So God knows that we fear this an enemy, whatever that enemy mm-hmm. may be. And right now, it's just this. Uh, there will be other enemies that we face, you know, as we grow older, we, we think about the enemy of death. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to have to pass mm-hmm. through this, this uh, human death that we go through. But God does not want us to be consumed by our fears. It says here, be strong. He's saying, don't be weak. Don't be afraid, okay? God will come. That's the promise. And... Uh, Yes, he wants us to be careful how we deal with the virus. I think people should be careful. I mean, when I went today to the hardware store, I wore a mask. I wore gloves when I went into Brookshire Brothers with a mask. Did I look silly? I really don't care. <laughs> I'm going to try to do my part, mm-hmm. and I am going to trust God to do his part. Yes. If right. I end up with COVID-19, then I'm going to end up with COVID-19, right. and right. The, the Lord will see me through all that. Jesus himself said in Matthew, he commanded this, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day 
has enough trouble of its own. That's true. So what Jesus is saying is stop projecting into the future about all the parade of horribles that can come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's saying deal with today. So what'd you do today? Did you? I well, you know, I I didn't do a whole lot of anything today. I I uh, um, spent a little time outside playing my guitar and and I I had a, a for my insurance company I had a little uh, Zoom meeting with my boss and uh, did that for a couple hours and uh, but it was just a just a day of not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, today is all you needed to take care of. Yeah. And why is that? Why is the Lord telling us to just well, you know, I mean, because, you know, really, I mean, if we think about it, worrying about tomorrow, what's going to happen tomorrow, we can't change what's going to happen tomorrow. Are you promised tomorrow? No. no. We don't know that we're going to make it to tomorrow. I mean, so <laughs> so why worry about it if we, you know, tomorrow's going to be what it's going to be, um, you know. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus is telling us, he's saying to us this, I said, so the first thing we can take from these scriptures is that we as humans are going to have fear. Yeah. We're going to be afraid of stuff. And we also know that this fear of some unknown pain will produce anxiety and worry. And Jesus tells us to stop and focus on the day at end. So everyone listening to this, stop worrying about what's going to happen in two weeks. And let's start focusing on today. This is Wednesday night when you're listening to this. You get up in the morning and I want you to think about Thursday and Thursday alone. Don't think about Friday. Don't think about Saturday, Mm -hmm. Sunday. Just think about Thursday and living that day out in the way in the best way you can that is pleasing to the Lord Jesus. That's that's going to be my encouraging word there. Jesus talked a lot about worry and he reminds us over and over in scripture, Larry, that how when we trust in him, it rests our wearied minds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Matthew six, twenty five through twenty seven, this is kind of the basic text for tonight. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. There we have that word anxiety, okay? Mm-hmm. What you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to a span of life? I posted that on Facebook t- today. Is How can you lengthen your life? By worrying about it. Yeah, you can. You can shorten it. <laughs> shorten it by worrying about Larry, it. Larry, we're listening to birds in these trees. It's beautiful out here. I mean, it's right a, now, yeah. that no human being has ever fed. Yes, right. Listen to them singing. And they're this. happy. They're singing. And, and yet, the <laughs> Lord, the God who reigns in the universe, provides for each one of them. Amen. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. You know, when you think about it, I mean, we these are things we take for granted every day. But you just, I mean, you sit out here and you listen to the birds and the frogs and things and, and you realize that, man, we have music all around us. It's beautiful. <laughs> so let's go on. Then we're here in Matthew 6, guys, and we studied this back, uh, you know, I don't know, half a year ago or whatever. Matthew six thirty four says, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. So he's saying, look, look at today. God will provide for you like he does these birds and stop being, having anxiety about tomorrow. What does that mean? He's saying, stop worrying about the future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we need to stop worrying about the consequences of COVID. You do what you can do. You stay clean. You stay isolated as much as you can. But stop worrying about tomorrow, about what it's going to bring. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. 
Jesus is saying, you're going to have enough hardships today to get through. <laughs> right. Don't borrow more from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We, we might not even make it tomorrow, right? That's right. I remember in, in Matthew reading, you know, one of my favorite verses is, Come to, unto me, all you who are, who are laboring and are heavy laden. That means you're really burdened down, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Amen. There's the pro- There's the promise, Larry. Jesus is saying, you know, come. We, we who are labored, we mm-hmm. who are burdened down, and it reminds me of, of Peter, sweet Peter, that old fisherman who said, you know what? Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. He loves you. That's First Peter 5, 7. Mm-hmm. And then in Luke twelve twenty five. Uh, he says the same thing. And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? So what is Jesus really saying by all this, in all of this? What he's saying, Larry, is worry won't change a thing. Right. It's not going to add to your health. Wor- matter of fact, worry will take from your health. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the expression, he worried himself to death? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think some people do worry. I, I do. I believe that's true. Very true. You know, the Proverbs tell us that, that worry is like, it's just rotten inside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been studying New Testament Greek now two weeks. It's really fun. I hadn't had a chance to tell you that. And I'm studying with a great friend of mine, a, a brilliant uh, grammarian. Uh, he's just a, just a, almost a genius linguistically, mm-hmm. who I've studied Irish with for 10 years. And his name's Matt Hogan. He'll probably mm-hmm. listen to this. And Matt's been taking me through Greek, and so Matt and I talked about this passage today, and it's really, really interesting. Matthew 6.25, in Matthew 6.25, Jesus commanded his followers, saying, Do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat and what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Mm-hmm. Is not life more than food and body more than clothing? And what's interesting, I don't know all this yet, but he was talking to me about it today, the tense of the Greek verb is properly uh, translated stop worrying. So, but the tense verb changes in Matthew 6.31. And what it changes to is really is really kind of an interesting thing. In, in 31 it says, so do not worry. This really should say don't start worrying. You know, Jesus, mm-hmm. we, we translate it and it says, so do not worry. Jesus is saying, don't even begin worrying. <laughs> right. Not Hey, if you're worrying, stop. But he's saying, don't even start worrying about what you shall eat and what you shall drink or what you will wear. For the pagans run after all these things. He's talking about the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them just like he does for these birds out on this porch. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all of these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So why am I talking about verb tenses? I'm doing it to show you that Jesus is saying, if you are worrying now about COVID-19, mm-hmm. quit. Mm-hmm. He's saying, stop doing it. And he says, and if you haven't started worrying, then don't start worrying. <laughs> so worry has no place in the heart of a believer. Why? Because worry says is that God doesn't have this. Right. right. God's not sovereign. He doesn't know what's happening to me. He knows everything. I mean, you know, if 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 he deems that I'm going to get COVID, then I'm going to get COVID. But if he's, you know, I, I really believe that he'll bring us through this. I really, I really believe that wholeheartedly. I've told our congregation over and over and over: there is no room for fear in the heart of a believer. 
And there really shouldn't be. There is no room for fear in the heart of a believer. And if we're not afraid, then we're not going to worry. Mm-hmm. And if we're not going to worry, we're not going to have anxiety. Don't you see how it's all? Amen. Yeah. It's all yeah. tied down to really fear. Absolutely, it is really. So yeah. you're either either going to live your life with fear, or you're going to live a life of faith. And I want everyone listening to this tonight to say, Lord God in heaven, I want, I'm going to put my faith in you that you've got me covered, you have my family covered. And there's nothing that's going to happen to me that you're not aware of. And, Lord, that you intend good for me. Amen. And then it's okay, Larry, as we do, to pray for our congregation. Lord, cover our congregation. And, Lord, I extend that to all who listen to this. Lord, that you would cover them just as Boaz covered Ruth with his garment, as Kelton taught us. Amen. Okay? So, Scripture's real clear. We shouldn't focus on plans and needs and the uncertainties of tomorrow. All right? Um, we should not be manic in our pursuit to avoid pain. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh no, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do everything I can to not have any pain. <laughs> right. Part of life is pain. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, well, I can tell you, at 64. I, I know it. Almost 63. I can tell. I, I, I moved a, a bunch of wood today, and oh, I hurt so bad. I went in and I <laughs> and I laid down, and I hurt so bad I couldn't take a nap. But it was sweet, and it was okay. And I laid there, and I cooled off, and got up and read a little bit, and so. Uh, and the bottom line is where Jesus says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. What are all these things? All his blessings. I mean, the things he's, he's all, he, you know, if we, we accept him, we accept him as his blessings and, and God blesses us. And, uh, he, he knows what our needs are. He and I think it's, it's beyond needs of physical yeah. needs. It's the needs of it's, your heart. It's happiness. It's just happiness. It's your joy. emotions, you yeah. know. I remember when you first moved here, you just were so worried about being alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there was a time I, I didn't know what I would do if I was alone. Now, I, it's, it's, I mean, I'm so, it's like God is just taking care of me. I'm, I'm, and then you have a sweet little dog someone gave you in the congregation. Yep. And now sometimes you want to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's chewing everything. Up. Little dog's like, you know, dog's like super dog. I say, I want to put a cape on him the way he flies around. So, if we if we live a life like this, what does Jesus promise us? If we decide that we're not going to be afraid, that we're going to trust him, what does he say? He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So we're going to talk Sunday about more of just practical mm-hmm. steps mm-hmm. On, on how to keep our hearts filled with God's peace, you know. And uh, but I hope that's a good word for you. That man. is a good word. It's a. I think we need to hear that because people are people are afraid. I mean, they're afraid. They don't know what's happening, and and really just knowing that God's in charge really um, it makes it. It just makes it us know that you know what whatever happens, God knows where He's going with this. Are you he knows try, what's going to happen? Are in you my trying life? to say that He's faithful? Absolutely. Well, faithful. Why don't you sing us a song about well, His we, faithfulness? We can sing about that. Absolutely. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. 
this in prayer. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word today. We thank you for this opportunity to reach out to people through the technology that you've given us. Father, and just to know that you're in charge gives us such peace, and, and we know that you're faithful, that you're, you're going to be there tomorrow, the day after. You never change, Father. You have promised us a peace beyond our understanding if we just trust in you, Father, and not worry. No need to worry because we know that you're in charge. Heavenly Father, I pray that everyone out there has a, has a pure heart and just trusts in you, and this uh, uh, eases their fears a little, Father. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. See you guys.